Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. All right, everybody. Welcome to another week. And it's another week where I am alone this week. I am cheating on... Meredith, don't worry. Meredith's not going anywhere. She's just on vacation, and we're recording a few episodes here in a single day, and she just happens to be out of town. And this is her lesson for going on vacation. You should not go on vacation without me, and certainly shouldn't go on vacation taking my place. Okay, so there we go. So that's why I'm going to do my own episodes. Listen, this week we're going to talk a little bit about my practice. It's probably been a long time since I've done that. Uh, Maybe I don't talk about it very much, Uh, but I want to talk about some things that are going well and some things that we're seeing as challenges. Not that things aren't going well, but things that are going well and things that we're seeing as challenges. I want to talk about those and kind of bring you up to date. All right, so let's get right into it. Uh, For those of you that don't know or new to the show or just uh, give you a reminder, uh, we have a dental practice in Raleigh, North Carolina. I've been here in Raleigh, North Carolina since 1999. I've been in North Carolina since 1981. I went to dental school in Kansas City for six years and an extra month because it took me an extra month to graduate. And then I wanted to move back to North Carolina to be close to my family, but I didn't want to move to where I grew up in because it was too small of a town for me. Uh, And then uh, I worked as an associate for a DSO uh, for six months. I worked as an associate in a private group practice for a few months. And then I decided I knew everything, and I knew what to do, and I opened my own office in late 2000, started really in January 2001, and I've been at it since, and obviously since that time I've realized that I have a lot to learn, and some things have been unbelievably lucky for me, some things I've learned a lot of lessons, and some things we've just worked really hard and been innovative at that's gone well. Uh, So in 2008, we moved into our current building. We moved from 1,900 square feet and four operatories to roughly 4,000 square feet. The whole building's 10,000 square feet, but the dental practice part of it's about 4,000 square feet uh, with a potential for eight operatories. Uh, And we started, obviously, with four operatories when we moved in, uh, and then we are growing it to eight operatories this year. Uh, So from a space perspective, it's taken us 13 years to get to the double size in terms of going from four operatories to eight operatories. Uh, But our revenue has uh, almost quadrupled 
from the time we moved in. So it's not quite 4x uh, from 2008, uh, but a little over 3x, 3.5x from our revenue in 2008. Uh, and I think that's really what separates us, is not that we have to grow exponentially in size and revenue, but that we've been able to grow exponentially in revenue without having to grow the size. So let's focus on what is going well. Uh, 2021 has been a great growth year for us. Uh, and yes, there's a financial component to that growth. Uh, I think we're on track to possibly hit $3 million this year, which, I, you know, again, it's all relative to where you're at. Some people laugh at that. Some people are like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Uh, it's all relative to what you're doing. Um, but we've had an associate change in our practice, and our new associate, Dr. Katie Hetrick, uh, who I interviewed actually a couple of years ago from Buffalo when she moved down to the area, and it wasn't just the right time or the right place for us, uh, reached out to me in March, sorry, February, March, uh, and she was uh, moving on from her current office, and uh, we decided to give it a try. Uh, frankly speaking, I was a little hesitant because she was pregnant, but, uh, you know, I don't know if that's legal or illegal, probably illegal or inappropriate, but uh, uh, I decided that she seemed like such a good cultural fit for us uh, that we were willing to take that risk. I'm paying for it right now because she's on maternity leave and I'm alone for the time being, uh, but she's been a great addition to our practice, has really fit in culturally, has uh, really helped relieve some of the stress uh, of some of the procedures that I was doing or having to do occasionally, and, and she's done really well there. I have nothing but generally positive things to say. I'm just waiting for her to become crazy or something uh, because I'm convinced it can't always be this good, um, especially given my track record with associates, although the last three or four have been pretty good. There hasn't been big issues there. Uh, we've added hygiene team members, uh, so we're now up to uh, three and a half hygienists. Um, so that was from two hygienists to two, and a, two to two and a quarter, two and a half hygienists a year ago. We're now up to three and a half hygienists with the potential, I think, we're going to try to be at four hygienists by the end of the year. Uh, that's just a matter of, first, we've got to prove it with a three and three to three and a half, uh, and then we have to find, actually find another hygienist but we were very pleased to be able to uh, add another hygienist to our team this year. Uh, we're pleased that we're going to be adding a third dentist to our practice here in a couple of weeks, or maybe by the time this is out, they've already started. Uh, Lolita Nakanti is moving here from California. We're excited to have her join the practice. We also feel that she's going to be a great cultural fit. Uh, the team really got along with her when she came to interview and for her working interview. Uh, and uh, it's been fantastic. So uh, time will tell on that, but we're very, very positive going into that. Uh, just as a side uh, note here, I think I've really gotten along better with women. I don't know if that's a personality trait, if that's just coincidental, but I've really done better with female associates, and maybe it's their mentality and where they're at in life um, a little bit, but just you know, making observations some reason I have verbal diarrhea and to say everything. Uh, we're adding our eighth operatory. It should be uh, getting installed here in the next few weeks. Um, that required me to move out of my private office, so we moved into another room where we kicked somebody else out and moved them upstairs. Uh, so we're, we've done that. 
uh, that that was actually a very quite good thing. I was able to throw away a lot of stuff. It's amazing how much junk you collect in your doctor's office. Uh, and of course, economically, we're, we're doing better than last year. And uh, the other thing that's important to note is in the last year, we've added three new business team members. We lost two, added three, uh, and that's kind of some of the challenges that we'll be talking about. Uh, but, uh, we, you know, we're, uh, we're four, four, four new team members in the last year, uh, four out of 11. So uh, one-third, 33% of our team is all new in the last year. And I think we lose sight of that, uh, the, uh, you know, just the challenges that presents. Uh, but it also tells you that, uh, back to my belief, my belief is that you should not have the same team forever. Uh, team members should be changing. People move in their lives. People change in their lives. And the new same, you know, you can have the same team members, but you should be adding team members to it over time. Another area that we're really proud of is that we're implementing new things uh, still in the practice. Uh, this year we added external sinus lifts to our practice. I went out to my friend Justin Moody's program. You know, I've done some sinus lifts in the past. I've done quite a few full arch cases. I just needed to get a couple under my belt to re, re you know make sure that I had everything I needed and it's been great and so we're doing our sinus lifts uh we added a new camera to our hygiene department we've added two Shofu uh eye cameras uh and they're very good cameras uh they're maybe not quite the quality of a DSLR camera but our hygienists have really taken to liking it and I know it was a great choice because our new hygienist prefers that camera and got her started much quicker uh, into being able to use it and hold it with one hand. Uh, for those, I dislike that it costs more, but it is what it is. It's a great camera that makes it very easy to implement in the practice. They've made it pretty much dummy proof uh, to be able to do that. Uh, we've added the Medit 700 into our practice this year. Uh, and so we're adding that scanner in to go along with our two prime scans, our two iteros, which we will be probably phasing out of our practice by the end of the year and moving to more medits and maybe even an additional prime scan. We'll see where we go there. Uh, we've moved some of our cases from Invisalign to SureSmile. So we're doing less SureSmile than Invisalign, still more Invisalign. But my goal is to do more and more SureSmile for a couple of reasons. Uh, we're finding that they're tracking better. I'm doing less refinements. I am saving a little bit of money. I want to be clear, saving money is not the reason to do sure smile, uh, but they're tracking better. We're getting better. The initial, clin it's not a clin check, but their initial simulation is better. Uh, so, so we're moving more and more towards sure smile, which is also one of the reasons that we're probably going to uh, phase out the iTero in our practice you know, unless Invisalign figures out a way to make me not want to phase out uh, that. Uh, we've really uh, gone full bore with 3D printing. Um, again, we're not using 3D printing the way most people are. Uh, we're doing models, surgical guides. Um, we're doing some night guards. Uh, those are the kind of things that we're printing, some, some temporaries now even with 3D printing. Uh, we're not doing dentures because we don't do a lot of, we don't do any denture work really in our practice. Uh, but we're, we've really gone in with 3D printing. Our team has really gotten on board with that. They got the process down. Uh, and then we've added ExoCAD to our practice late last year, really using it this year. 
We're using ExoCAD for all our implant planning, so all our surgical guide and implant plans are now done on ExoCAD, ExoPlan. I'm using ExoCAD for my diagnostic wax-up, my Essex appliances. I'm using it for flipper designs, uh, for some flippers that we make and print in our practice. Um, we're using it, we're starting to use it for more complex implant case designs, uh, and I hope uh, to be using it for my smile design cases uh, with milling in office with a five-axis miller uh, here in the near future. So that's been a another uh, area of implementation. And with any time you implement things, the positive is that you implement, the negative is it takes effort, and we'll talk about that here in a moment. Another area, uh, the last area that I'll mention is our team engagement has been uh, up this year. Uh, we're doing scorecards on a daily basis where each team member has uh, uh, reported their scorecard. They have a scorecard they take a picture of. We use Slack, and every team member uh, puts their scorecard up every day. And it's been amazing to me that they've done it uh, consistently. We've done things like this in the past, and we do it, and then a month later, two months later, it kind of falls by the wayside. But here we are, like three, four, five, six months into scorecards, and it's holding up. And uh, for me, it's very nice to be able to take a look in one spot and see kind of how the day went from each team member. Uh, and I'd love to have a podcast episode talking about the scorecards, uh, what we do, why we do it, how we do it. But again, you got to go to asktbone.com and request it uh, for us to be able to talk about it. Otherwise, I won't. You know, you got to tell me what you want to talk about. Our team has been great about embracing the change, adding new scanners, adding printing, changing from Invisalign to SureSmile is not easy. You know, changing from a DSLR to a Shofu has proven to be easy. There's a hiccup period for about a week, getting used to it and understanding it, Learn adding new procedures like sinus lifts. Well, actually, one of the things I didn't talk about, we're adding an implant system to our practice. We're adding the cam log implant system uh, to our practice to go along with our BioHorizons. Uh, we're also going to be doing some neodent work for our full arch cases. So, you know, we've got a lot of things going on there. I'm trying to, you know, I talk to everybody about it. And I don't think you ever stick with one implant system for a long time unless that implant system adapts and changes uh, because I want to do great work. And uh, some of these systems have specific things that are better for certain things. And so we continue to push companies to make changes. And I think the only way to make companies make changes is to speak with your wallet and sometimes that's what it takes uh, our team has been embracing change and then been getting organized we've been you know one area that I have struggled in all my life is getting organized like people say do you have systems and procedures I'm like yeah we kind of have them but if somebody new came in we would never know how to teach them they have to learn on the fly so we're working really hard to put together our systems our procedures I don't want to say a manual, but a, you know, kind of an operating procedure where we have pictures and videos of how we do things, what the setup is, where you can find things, all of those things. So the team is working hard on doing that, getting our cases. You know, I haven't changed any of the patient photos on our wall for probably three or four years, five years maybe. So it's time to get those updated. So we're working on getting all our before and afters put together that we've done in the last few years that we can get, you know, our patients, uh, up on the wall and encourage and let other patients see that we're actually doing some of this dentistry more than just five, six, seven years ago. So that's there. So to go along with that, let's talk about some areas uh, that we have some challenges that we're focusing on in our practice. I think any time that you have growth that we've experienced, uh, there is chaos, quote-unquote chaos, that goes with that. 
That chaos is the sheer volume of people. Uh, I know, again, many of you may have quite larger practices, and that just seems uh, normal. But to me, having 10, 11, 12 people, uh, 12, 13, including the dentists, uh, that's a lot of chaos. That's a lot of human beings. Uh, and when you're the only male in the place, that's definitely a lot of chaos that's going on. So managing personalities, managing new people and getting them on board, uh, you know, that, that's, that's our number one challenge is, you know, back to the fundamentals. We're focused on, uh, I'm, I'm focused on learning to deal with you know, some of the chaos. My control freak self doesn't love some of that. I don't put up with, I don't like drama to begin. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. With A lot of times it happens, I just ignore it. It's not that I don't care. Sometimes it's just not worth the effort of trying to engage in the drama. Uh, maintaining culture. Anytime you add three or four new team members, you got to maintain culture. Culture is very important to me in the office. I think it's you know, the, one of the most important things that we can establish for long-term sustainability and growth. Uh, the culture is hard. Uh, it's made doubly hard by the fact that I'm trying to cut down the number of days that I'm there. That's the reason we're bringing in more dentists uh, and all of that. So maintaining that culture. Uh, when I am there, I am busier and more engaged in patient care. So that gives me a little bit less time to have culture. And a pro tip that I'll give you guys uh, in my opinion, the best way to maintain culture is to have sit-downs with your team members. Talk to you, Make your team members sit down with you randomly and regularly uh, and just have a five, ten-minute conversation with them about all kinds of things. Life, personal life, practice life, things that are going well, things that aren't going well, and be very curious. Ask lots of questions. And when people say things are going good, what do you mean by good? Tell me more about good. Uh, that is one of the best ways I've found to maintain culture over the years. Another area that we're working on is cross-training, especially in our assisting team. I have become, uh, just like I used to become dependent on Liz to do everything for me chair side, uh, I've become dependent on Whitney 
uh, to do everything chair side, and we want Whitney to grow into other things. We want uh, our other Whitney, Whitney number two, to grow into Whitney's position. We've added Isabel, uh, another assistant. Uh, so, you know, we're trying to get her onboarded and get her doing general dentistry and getting comfortable. We want her to be able to be second assistant on surgical cases. So we're really focused on that cross-training, and that comes with intention. Uh, the intention is, is uh, I had to... I had to tell the team members, let me struggle. There are going to be times where I want assistant number one when I'm working with assistant number two, but, but make me struggle so that we both go through that. And then I had to set days. We went through and set days that with, on Mon for example, on Mondays I'm with assistant number two. On Tuesdays and Wednesdays I'm with assistant number one. When I come in on Thursdays, I do some Thursday work, assistant number three is mine or whatever it may be. So we're setting days so that we can be very intentional about making sure that everybody is getting caught up because you have no choice uh, but to get caught up if you're the main assistant that day. Uh, and then another area that we continue to focus on is priority scheduling. It's super important to our practice, especially if I'm going to get to two days per week. Uh, that means that when I am there, I need to be only doing the things that I should be doing. We need to priority schedule the, uh, our associate dentists in our practice, priority schedule, our hygienist, priority schedule, sleep apnea, priority schedule, our consults, priority schedule, you know, my case planning days, when am I doing my exocad work, when am I doing my CEREC work, when am I doing my laboratory communication, when am I doing all of these things. All of these things have to be prioritized and scheduled. It, it's got to be to that level that, hey, uh, every other Tuesday at 3 o'clock, you get an hour away from patient care so that you can plan your cases. For example, I went in and did that on a Thursday morning for a couple of hours, and I got two weeks worth of cases knocked out, so that way when I come to work next week, it's I'm just focused on patient care for the week, and there's no cases that are pending, that are passed, all the parts and pieces that I need, because as you get into implant dentistry, especially when you start inheriting implants from other offices or other patients that have moved here, and they don't have the implants that you do regularly. If somebody walks in with biorhizins in my practice, I got everything known to man to do that. If they come in with Noble Active, I've got everything known to man because I used to place all that stuff. But they come in with a three-eye implant, then I've got to start getting stuff. Or Astra EV, I've got to buy stuff because I don't keep all that stuff regularly available. So, you know, that's part of the cross-training. That's part of some of the chaos that we're experiencing. That's part of priority scheduling, making sure that before we schedule patients, we've got all of this stuff done. Or, hey, we've scheduled a patient and we've got to have all the stuff here by X date, maintaining the culture that kind of goes with all of this. And so, again, it's, it's, for me, it's always back to the fundamentals. You know, I, I talk about I've, I've always focused on four things all my career. I focused on being better at diagnosis, being better at patient communication, focused on finding a way to make dentistry affordable for patients, and I focus on finding a way to prioritize my schedule so that I do have room for growth and I have margin for growth. And I, if you leave with a couple of things from this episode, number one, maintain culture. Connect with your team members. And number two, you've got to learn to priority schedule. Scheduling, block scheduling works in a traditional dental model, but priority scheduling is a step above block scheduling because now you're prioritizing specific procedures that you want to do, and you're making room in your schedule 
to do those procedures. And every time we've made room in our schedule to do something, we've magically found a way to make it happen. And every time we've just let the schedule dictate to us, we have our worst months ever and we feel like we've worked our asses off and it turns out to be not the best financial month. So I just wanted to give everybody an update on where my practice is. It's not uh, trying to be, you know, braggadocious or whatever that word is. Just want to tell people with growth, which is important, uh, my growth is not necessarily focused on increasing revenue, although that's important. My growth is really focused on maintaining revenue with me being there less and getting more, uh, more and more dentistry off my plate. So I'm not the only one that can do implants. That's the goal by the end of the year. I don't want to be the only one that can do implants or doing implants in our practice. Uh, getting our team members engaged, doing the little things that allow them to see the big picture in the future getting them trained, getting them cross-trained, dealing with growth, the chaos that growth creates, adding eight operatories and understanding how to prioritize schedule that, uh, and, and continuing to maintain the culture. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of the update on where our practice is. Uh, we're far from perfect, but uh, we're less worse than most. So everybody have a great day. If you want to do me a favor, you can leave us a review on the Google or on iTunes, help us spread the message of our podcast, and if you're looking, it's a quick commercial plug for those of you that are left. If you're looking to increase your case acceptance, that you're tired of the chaos and just your schedule running you and feeling that you're running ragged, I suggest you come to our 3D boot camp in 2022. It is your slow down to speed up event. It is the four things that I focus on all my career that is uh, learning to do better diagnosis and how to leverage technology to do that, uh, learning to influential communication and communicating with patients and getting your team to do that as well, learning how to make it affordable and having a great patient buying process in place, and learning how to prioritize schedule. And so, you know, if you want to learn that uh, in a weekend atmosphere, call and come to the 3D boot camp. We're going to do them, you know, four or five times next year. And then if you want to really accelerate your career, whether you're a younger dentist, just into practice, about to be in practice, or you're a middle-aged dentist like myself, where your practice has gotten a little out of control and you want to get clarity and really move forward, listen, join the mastermind. Uh, we, you know, we're going to have 12 people in our mastermind this year, 12-ish people in our mastermind for 2022. We're taking applications. We're not the right fit for everybody. Uh, if you're looking for somebody to hold your hand, that's not the right fit. If you're looking for somebody to be there and hold you accountable and, you know, help you walk through and work through things, uh, then we're here for you. Uh, but uh, those would be some great things that you can do to help the podcast out and help yourself out. So everybody have a great day, and I'm excited to go eat lunch. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, 
your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode. 